Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today we have a company joining us that is all about making education seamless. And they create what's called a learning management system. So this is really cool. This is the backbone. This is the infrastructure. This is getting into the nitty gritty of what helps run schools and institutions, helps keep communications flowing between schools, teachers, students, all that. A really, really important stuff. And the company we're talking to today is called Instructure, and they make a product called Canvas LMS. So let me just read this quick little blurb from the website. Canvas isn't just a product. It's a breath of fresh air. It's an educational revolution. It's a powerful new way to, pardon our optimism, change the world. It's a rapidly growing company with an industry-pushing platform, 1,100-plus talented employees, millions of passionate students and teachers, and, well, there's a pretty incredible product in there, too. So as you can see, they sound like they have a great sense of humor. And it really does feel to me like the people that are there love to be there, which is which is super cool. So today we have Hillary Sharton, who is the VP of Product Strategy for K through 12, joining us to talk about instruction, to talk about Canvas LMS. So without further ado, Hillary, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on to chat. Thank you for joining us so early in the morning. So <clears throat> Hillary, tell us a little bit first. Let's talk broadly why you know what was the impetus for Instructure to create Canvas? It's actually a great story. Our two co-founders were um, taking a class in business school about about how to do businessy kinds of things, um, and they were both software developers. And the teacher of the class, who is our current CEO, said to them, "Look around the world." and see what the worst software is uh, that you use on a daily basis, figure out how to make it better. And so that's actually uh, the very beginning of Canvas. Those two graduate students um, decided that their current LMS was the worst software that they were using, and it really was terrible. Um, so they, um, uh, they drew some pictures and, and thought about what they as students would like to see in learning software and then drove around in this battered Chevy Nova to a dozen or, or 15 different um, schools here in Utah and um, talked to the stakeholders there and said, hey, if we built this thing, would you like it? Everybody said yes. And so they wrote Canvas. That's so cool. I love how it started in business school and, and as an exercise, and then it grew to, to this with 1,100 plus employees. That's so cool. Uh, my background is in software, and I used to work, we used to, I used to help design record management systems for police stations and court systems and things like that. Long time, this is a long, long time ago, almost 12 years ago. And I remember, 13 years ago, and I remember thinking, I mean, this is just one thing, but uh, in my mind, I was like, man, it would be cool. Not because I recognize any deficiency. I just thought it would be a cool crossover for our company to also build learning management systems since we were doing something tangential. But that's so cool that that you guys have done this and come this far. So tell us, how did you come to join Instructure? 
Well, I actually have worked in education my whole life. Um, my father was an English professor, and, and so I kind of thought when you grew up, you just kept going to school, and that's what you did. Um, I taught in higher ed for a while in uh, psychology. That's what my background is, is psychology. Um, and then worked in K-12 through doing RTI and PBIS for districts and, and individual school buildings. And um, my current boss reached out to me and said, hey, you know, you could help so many more children if you uh, would come work for us and help us make this work for, for K-12 students in the classroom. And I bought it and went there six years ago and haven't looked back. And so how many teachers or former teachers would you say are at Instructure? Oh, that's that's a really good question. I'm not sure I could give a number, but I'd say uh, probably 20% of us are former educators. Yeah, because I think that would make sense, and that that would that would be really important as far as figuring out how to how to how to build the right product and based on real experience. So that's great. Tell let's let's back up for a second. What what is a learning management system? What is all that it in, should entail? So a learning management system essentially is a platform um, that you can hook your other software pieces to that will give your students kind of a, a one-stop shop for all the things that they need to do. Uh, in the past, it's been um, essentially digitizing the processes that we already do in the classroom. So making it so that you can have digital homework and, and digital conversations and, and be a communication tool. Uh, at Canvas, we try to take it to the next level and enable uh, teachers and students to do things with software that they wouldn't be able to do in a live classroom. So what are, what would you say some of the main characteristics of canvases in particular that differentiates it from some of the other existing learning management systems? <clears throat> One of the things that we know is that, um, I don't know if you've heard of the two sigma problem, um, but essentially uh, the smaller the classroom size uh, the better teaching you tend to get. Uh, the very best learning happens when you have one teacher and one student. Individualizing curriculum or personalizing any of those words um, really helps students learn better. And we've known that in education research for you know 50 years that that really we should we should be able to teach students by giving them whatever it is that they need to do next personally, and just teaching to a classroom, teaching to the middle being the sage on the stage, right? That's not super effective. So what we try to do at Canvas is make it so that um, a teacher can scale that individualized experience, that personalized learning for every student in their classroom, which is not something that one teacher can do for 30 students without some help. So can you talk a little bit about how, how does that scaling work or how, how is the learning made more individualized? So we actually have built into Canvas uh, ways for teachers to give students um, personalized content and personalized uh, uh, learning assessments, whether it's a test or an assignment or anything like that. Um, uh, automatically, a teacher can decide um, before students ever get into their, into their class in the LMS, um, this is my pretest. And based on um, how a student performs on that pretest, I'm going to send them in different directions, kind of like uh, Khan Academy, but on a smaller scale and driven by teachers. 
teachers have the best judgment about what their students need to learn. So anytime a student in Canvas encounters something that gives them a grade, teachers have an opportunity to say, well, you know, these kids who scored on the top, they get this enrichment material. And uh, my students who score in the middle, they go on to the next unit. And my students um, who perhaps didn't do so well, um, I'm going to I'm going to go back and reteach and, and do some RTI with them and and um, give them a not, another opportunity to, to show that they know um, whatever it is that we're supposed to be learning. So, so Canvas you, will do all of that automatically. And now do teachers, I assume, let's say the summer before the school year or the, during the planning period before school begins, you kind of set this system up, set up the test, set up the, the requisite scores to advance or to require enrichment, so on and so forth. And you kind of the, set these benchmarks and then they click into play. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, not only that, uh, we know teachers have plenty to do already, um, so teachers can set this up. But Canvas also makes it really easy to uh, to push content out if you're a district. Um, so imagine you have, um, as a lot of districts do, imagine you have a, a set of curriculum writers or some uh, content area specialists who are creating common content for the district. Canvas makes it really easy to, to make essentially a parent course full of all of that stuff and then push the content out to teachers. So teachers don't actually have to do it, um, but they can still benefit from the very best uh, content and instructional practices that that someone else is making for them. Lord knows I don't want to recreate it if someone can do it for me. Absolutely. So now I teach math and I teach at a private school. So let's talk about math for a second. Let's say we we don't. So we're not we're not part of a, a district per se in that sense. But let's say you know that we use a McGraw Hill pre-algebra textbook for sixth grade math class. Are there mm-hmm. existing are there existing tests or curriculum set up that you guys have access to that you can push through the system for these specific texts or, you know, does it work like that? Absolutely. Um, this is, this is one of the things that's, <clears throat> that's actually, um, super important to me. I'm very passionate about our ability, uh, to integrate with other software. Um, teachers and students have enough to keep track of, uh, they don't need to keep track of, uh, you know, 17 different logins for different products. If we can take the software uh, or the products, the curriculum that you're using and put it inside Canvas so people only have one place to go, uh, that reduces the cognitive load for everybody involved. Uh, There are standards in education software. I don't know if you've heard of IMS Global. I've heard of it, but tell us uh, what is IMS Global? IMS Global is a not-for-profit organization that works on creating standards um, about how education software talks to other education software. Um, Canvas is, we just had our 10th birthday, Canvas did just uh, about a week ago. And since the very beginning, we've been pushing the market to adopt these standards. Um, As I'm sure you know, the average K-12 district has 26 different ed tech products that are available for teachers to use and only half of them integrate into your SIS. No one wants to double in our grades. No one wants to go to 26 different places to, to find data about student performance. So it's super important um, to me personally and to us as a company to ensure that, um, that we build a platform that has all the right connectors so everything can talk to it. Nice. Um, and we do that with curriculum. Um, I think you said Houghton Mifflin. Is that who you said? Uh, um, McGraw-Hill. 
and McGraw Hill and Pearson. We have connections with all of the with all of the content companies. So if you have a subscription for content, digital content at your school, we can put that right into your course so you can organize it as a teacher how you want to see it and students can access it from within Canvas. That's really interesting. So, I mean, it's cool for me to, you know, because I understand this dilemma and this issue, the way we do it now. I mean, it has nothing to do with our learning management system. It's just a digital text and a separate curriculum and so on. But that would be actually Mm -hmm. really, really cool. So tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about the, I mean, how did you guys get into so many schools and universities? Like, I I, I don't know if this figure is, I read it off the website, but is that accurate with over 3,000 universities and schools? Yes. And when you think about, when you think about that number, um, consider that we have clients like a state, like North Carolina or Utah or Wyoming, where they have signed up as a state or individual um, private schools. So that, that really runs the gamut and doesn't actually, um, doesn't actually express how many students out there are using, are using Canvas right now. We recently here in Utah, um, uh, had the state um, allocate funding uh, directly from the state to the districts for Canvas LMS. And now we have 48 or 46 of 50 uh, school districts here in Utah where Canvas is available for teachers and students, which I think is super cool. Wow. And so uh, let's, what about, so I'm in California, I'm in Los Angeles. Is, 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 in structure looking to expand more so and you know you know where you guys what locations are you guys targeting next we have teachers and students in all 50 states and we have them actually all across the world we have offices in in the uk and australia and hong kong and scandinavia um canvas is really everywhere so I gotta talk. I want to talk a little bit about your company culture. The only reason why I want to talk about this is because it 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 just seems to me that the the people at your company like to have fun. Uh, let's talk about this, and let's <laughs> talk about first of all. Let's talk about the pictures and the photos of the executive team. Do you? Why was that? You know, how how does that mesh with the culture and how do you know how those decisions came about to make those pictures really funny? Because they're really, really funny. They are pretty funny, huh? Um, we believe that uh, uh, that learning is um, that education really is the most powerful force for good in the world. But we also believe that um, in order to be able to provide this awesome product for teachers and students, um, for on a you know on a long term basis, we need to have a healthy company, and part of that is is making sure that the people who work at Canvas are having a good time. Um, we want to we want to share our our humor with the world. If we're having fun, then we're going to do a better job than if we're not. Um, uh, my boss, my uh, my immediate boss, Mitch McFarlane. So the one with the, the uh, milkshake mustache, and I can tell you, it's super true. Anytime I want to have a meeting with him, I, I put it on a Monday, and I call it Milkshake Mondays, and I bring him a milkshake from the from the local drive-through. He really does um, 
really does have a lot of personality that that way and a, and a love for milkshakes. So if you guys are, are listening and want to check it out, you should go to the Canvas, uh, to Instructure's website. You go to the About Us section under Our Team, and you can see all these pictures. So the gentleman she mentioned, he has a milk mustache in his in his photo. And then there's other just really funny costumes and different things that will just make you laugh. Uh, but what I think is cool about that is, look, it's not just that this is a theme that I think should be mirrored in education as well. You want to be able to have fun. You want your students to enjoy what they're doing. And if you can combine that learning process and where, and where the kids are coming in and they're having fun and they're having a great time and they, they enjoy the company and they, they can see that the teacher's having a good time, it changes the learning environment. So I, th- I feel like that's a, that's a good symbol and that's a good it's a good mentality to have, especially when you're building an education product where that mentality and that emotional state is so important. So what are you guys' – what's the what's the future? What are you guys working on right now that are some big changes or big additions to Canvas? <clears throat> so um, we just launched an assessment platform. Um, it's called Gauge, uh, like, like the gauge your earrings or gauge like measure. Um, uh, it does uh, – uh, tech enhanced kinds of questions, you know, um, sure you can assess students with multiple choice questions, but really that's not, that's not, uh, looking at, uh, critical thinking or creativity. And there are so many other ways to get good information about what students can do. So, uh, in our new assessment system, you can, you can do drag and drop and, and graphing and, and, um, have students do all of the, all of the different question types that get it, that get at the deeper understanding um, that we really want students to have about a topic. And so that's one thing we're working on. Uh, we're also working more on analytics. Big data is, is eating the world. And there are lots of things that we can do um, with analytics to help teachers and students um, uh, perform better um, and know better where they are. We know from research that one of the most powerful ways to improve student achievement is just to let them know where they are. So we want to make sure that students have access to all of the data that they need um, in addition to their parents and that teachers have access to the data they need to make sure that uh, they can make, you know, good database decisions about what to do next in their classroom. So those are, those are a couple of things that you'll see uh, coming out this year. I think the, the fact of having students have access to that data is super important. Just letting them understand and, and gauge where they're at, even to have something on a routine basis, just in terms of homework or, or things like that, where they can, you know, I think one of the biggest issues that you can see, especially in mathematics, is where sometimes a student may perform poorly, not because they didn't want to study, but because they had a false notion of where they were at in terms of comfort with the material. That especially happens when students are younger and they're still figuring out how to prepare properly. So I think I think that's super important. I know that your platform also allows on the pages, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, for, for integration of videos and video explanations are a big part of our business model. We do all sorts of video explanations, everything from pre-algebra up to SAT prep and pre-calc and so on and so forth forth how do you guys or how does the how does the the lms support or use video explanations we actually we actually um this is one of the things that we do really well there are a couple of things that i will absolutely always call out saying that we do really well and one of them is is uh video in any uh rich text editor in canvas anywhere that you would type like directions or anything like that um you're able to embed uh video 
you're also able to embed a video of yourself. So you can push a button in any rich text editor and you can record yourself as a teacher, uh, maybe explaining a concept or uh, giving feedback to a student on some work that they've done. Uh, But we also have um, a video platform that's super cool. Uh, This, uh, it's called ARC, and um, it's really a place for uh, uh, teachers and districts to store their video content, kind of like YouTube, except um, teachers will get really rich data about how the students are consuming the videos. Have you ever wondered? You know, you put up a five-minute video, who, who actually watched it, who clicked on it? who made it all the way to the end and who dropped off halfway in the middle. Um, and you're also able to embed either discussions or little quiz questions inside the video. We all know that uh, student engagement is better when there are opportunities to interact with the content. Um, and we've done some research on this and found that uh, when students are, are, are using ARC inside Canvas, they actually do perform better. Um, being allowed to, to engage in the content in ways that they haven't been able to before. Awesome. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. Uh, Hillary, I want to thank you so much for coming on today and talking to everybody about Canvas, spreading the word. So if people want to learn more, where can they go? CanvasLMS.com. Okay, so guys, you heard that URL. If you didn't get a chance to write it down, well, this is a podcast, so you can always rewind. But if you don't want to rewind, go to scalarlearning.com in the podcast section, and in the show notes, you will find all pertinent URLs to check out this company and this awesome product that is on the forefront of learning management systems. Uh, you can also, we'll also put a link in there so you can check out the, the bios of the executive team just for kicks. Super fun. So Hillary, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. It was super fun to talk about that. And guys, if you're listening, make sure to check back every Monday for new podcast episodes. Also make sure to check out our YouTube channel uh, for just go to YouTube, search for Scalar Learning. Uh, We've got new live streams coming out every Wednesday for SAT problems from Khan Academy. We've also got new music videos jumping out all the time, new math music videos. And by the way, check us out at EdTech Digest. We just were nominated as a finalist for Cool Tool awards didn't win but still was an honor to be nominated and they're playing one of our math music videos up there right now on the main website so definitely check that out uh thank you so much for joining and see you guys next time take it easy